Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer Lakut Moran. We are currently in Torah Yud Gimel, Torah number 13, Os Hey, number 5. Here we go. And this, meaning all that we've been speaking about regarding the breaking of a desire for money, the desire for stuff, to break that desire. One way to do that is through charity, etc., All of this concept has to do with the ultimate fix for the upper chariot and the lower chariot. This mystical chariot is found in Sefer Yechezkel. Chazal, our rabbis, teach us that the Maisam Merkava, the happenings of the chariot, are of the utmost Kabbalistic happenings. They're very, very complicated and challenging. We're going to do our best on our level to understand what exactly is going on here. That through the Talmud Chacham of that generation, the Tzadik Ador, gathering up the souls and bringing them up with him, as we spoke about earlier, and then coming back down with this added level of trust as we spoke about the up and the down, the ruts and the shove, the running and the returning. We're able to fix these two different chariots. Now in the Kutzei Moran, Rabbi Nachman is going to break down what exactly these chariots are made of or an aspect of them and then tie it back together to help us understand how this whole concept we've been learning can serve as a tikkun, as an ultimate fix for the upper and lower chariots respectively. There are four different animals that correspond to the idea of a soul. And then there's this chair, the throne, and then there's the one who sits on the throne. Let's break this down and come to understand what are these particulars. A lion, lion is one of these animals that makes up the chariot, is the concept of a soul. This is like the concept in the verse that we see in Shir Hashirim. Arisi mori imbesami. I gathered my myrrh, it's a certain type of spice, imbisami, with my spice. The first word, arisi, is connected to that arye. We see the letters in there, alef, resh, and yud. So Rabbi Nachman's using this word to say that arisi, that I gathered my certain spices, is that the word arye, meaning lion, is connected to the word arisi, that I gathered. Gathering is connected to the lion. Mori, when it says my myrrh, what does that mean? Zebachinas, this is like when the verse in Sefer Shmuel says, Maras Nafesh, that there's a certain bitterness of the soul. Bibachinas, as we find in the verse in Malachim, Malachim Beis, Venafsha Marala, that her soul is bitter within her. Zebachinas Pagama Nefesh, this is connected to the idea of a blemished soul, Pagama Ratzon, which is a, a blemished desire. Remember we spoke about earlier, your truest desires are not coming from your body. Those are external, chitzonious desires, they're not real, they're not really you. Your truest desires have to do with your soul. It's possible to have a blemish on your soul, which would then correspond to blemishes within your desires. Because that when a person wants a desire in that category of that which we spoke about before, meaning 
silver or gold stuff. It's bordering on that avodazara. In some cases, crossing the line of that avodazara. Hupagam umare lanefesh. This is a blemish and a bitterness of one's soul. Meaning, when one of us, God forbid, gets fixated on something, not a thing that we actually need, not food and clothing and connectedness with our families and the Almighty and Torah learning, but stuff. I already already have a watch. I want another one. I already have a car that works fine. I, I need another one. My house is plenty big for my family and all of our guests. I want another one. I want more, 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 more. That that bordering on Avodah Zara, the silver and the gold, can serve as a pagama nefesh, as a blemish on one's soul. Our desires in this world are a direct reflection of the desires of our soul. If our desires are kadosh, holy, and, and exalted, so then on one level we can start to know it's almost like a check and balance. If we want to know how is our soul doing, one way to start to examine that is to see what am I desiring on a daily basis. If the desires that I have are holy, that's a great sign. If the desires that I have are maybe not so holy, so that's a big issue. Additionally, it's important to note that that which we're learning right now about the ketores, the myrrh and the besamim, the incense offering and different fragrances, correspond to your soul as well. Our soul puts out a spiritual scent. When our soul is clean and kadosh and headed in the right upward trajectory, so then it smells tremendous. But if, God forbid, there's a pagam, it's like that potato in the bottom of the of the cabinet that you forgot about and it starts to rot a little bit and it just makes the whole cabinet smell ich. That can, God forbid, be our soul as well. We need to constantly be checking that which we desire and see, is that reflective of a tremendous soul? The chelek elokami mal mamish, the godliness that exists within each of us? Or is it just some physical desires that are passing and fleeting? If our desires are weak, so then that's one way that possibly we could see that our soul, God forbid, would be weak as well. But if our desires are tremendous, so that's one way to know that our soul is shining. Continuing in Lakutimaran, Vachshav, and now, Adam that when a person decides, I'm going to go to the Talmud Chacham, I'm going to go to the Tzadik Hador, the righteous person of our generation, with his soul and with his desires. He's saying, Here, Tzadik, I want you to take my soul and my desires and lift them up. And the, this Tzadik, gathers all of the desires and collects them one after another, brings them all together in order to elevate all of them as we learned about above. And then he also gathers all of the desires and the souls that fell. So a great question, what exactly are these desires that fell? There are a few ways to understand this on the basic level. Some of the commentaries explain that this could be the desires of that individual person that had fallen away as soon as a person decided, I'm going to the tzaddik, I'm going to this righteous person, I want to make a change, I want to be closer to Hashem, I want to be closer to the Torah. As soon as a person makes that decision, there are 
external desires that are not holy that just fall off. They just kind of shed because it's no longer the season for them. They, they're not necessary. They fall off. As soon as a person makes that choice and says, I'm in, there are certain negative aspects of them that just fall away. So the tzaddik is able to take those negative aspects that the person threw away, the psoles, if you will, the garbage that that person used to be wearing, picture like an old, gross, smelly jacket, and as soon as the person said, I'm going to the tzaddik, I want to make this step in order to, to develop in my own religious growth and my connection to Hashem, the, the, the jacket gets thrown on the ground. Now comes the tzaddik, again, this is all metaphoric, and takes the desires and the souls that were brought to him, but also that dirty jacket that fell on the floor, the tzaddik's able to grab that and bring it up and elevate it. So for our metaphor, let's say, take it to the dry cleaners in a real way, a heavy cycle with all the nice smelly stuff. And then when when the tzaddik comes back and says, hey, not only did I elevate your soul, and, and your desires, but also, here was that old thing that you had that was not serving you well, but now it's a tremendous tool for your avodas Hashem, for your connection to the Almighty. I want you to have this back. You didn't bring it to me. You shed it. You did the right thing. You got rid of it, and I collected it. I gathered it up and turned it from something negative into something tremendous that you can put in your toolbox and pull it out when you need it most. We're going to pause here in our discussion of the Maisa Merkava. Please, God, next time we're going to go through the four different animals that are connected to the Maisa Merkava and understand how that connects to our entire Torah here. But for now, wishing everyone a beautiful day.